Hello, how's it going guys and welcome back to another episode of the CFC Talk podcast. Not the greatest of days for Chelsea again, another draw um, against Villa this time. Now Chelsea sitting sixth in the table with 26 points, only getting one win um, in December, which is quite, quite disappointing after looking at the start we had to the season and then the start we had, of course, as usual, we're joined by Alex and Amar, um, we'll be discussing both the Aston Villa game, the key points, and some breaking news that has just been released a few hours before that was released a few hours before the Chelsea game that Man City players have tested positive for COVID nineteen, which means that there is a chance of the Chelsea Man City game um, on the second of January to be delayed or be postponed for a later date. It's still unclear by the time we're dis- we're recording this podcast. So we'll still end up discussing Man City and, and the game because it'll happen um, whether it is on, um, on the second or not. It will still happen. Uh, sorry, on the third. Um, but great to have you guys back. Um, Alex and Martin, your thoughts on the game <laughs> at this point? I, I, I think we're just going to be repeating ourselves, but um, Martin, you want to go and uh, give your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think, to be honest, I don't know. I, I, uh, I, was, I was more impressed uh, like um, towards our performance, about our performance in this game than when we played against um, um, Arsenal. Because um, I think in this game we showed good spirits in the beginning. We showed um, good, a good attitude in the beginning. We wanted to win this. We clearly did want to win this. But again, like we still have issues that need to be solved. We I don't know. We, we still find it difficult to break down teams that put up um, very strong defenses. And I don't know. And I, so I think that's what we need to work on. So overall. I'm not too happy about the result, but at least we we were um, we were better than the last performance. Like we showed, we showed something. We we had good, we had a good attitude. We showed enough intensity throughout the whole game. So we we're unlucky, but yeah, I'm 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 okay with the performance, but still disappointed with the result. Alex, your thought on the game? Uh, well, where do we start? Jeez, oh, it was <laughs> okay. I do agree that we were unlucky in some points. So the the goal we can just going straight off the bat, the goal we concede, uh, I think Grealish fouls Christensen, and then Christensen's not there to to block the cross, sorry to win the header, sorry against our or challenge even against Al Ghazi. So that was unlucky. But there was also the McGinn wonder strike that hit the as top corner as you could possibly get, and it hit the crossbar from forty yards out or something. So. We were we were lucky that I didn't go in. It could have we could have lost the game, but uh, yeah, it. I mean, you could see that the guys were the team were more intense. I was happy for the, with that, but uh, there's bigger problems. There's just, uh, like the fact that when we attack, we just seem to cross. And cross and cross and we credit to Mount to be fair he did there were a couple of times he was trying to take some long shots but other than that there was there was just nothing we I mean and as well Chilwell we were unlucky at the end that Chilwell didn't score that wonder volley um, but yeah I think the, the problems go a little bit deeper in that unless we're we're running at 100% all we're doing is all we do is cross 
backs and we didn't have I mean yes that makes sense when you have Giroud on but when we subbed off Giroud we were, we we're still trying crosses but credit to I I mean we did I think try lower crosses when Werner came on but still yeah I'm just a little worried that we when we're not at 100% we kind of just don't really have anything yeah so I was just saying like um it seems like whenever we're not running at 100% which we probably which we were never going to do we played Arsenal like 48 hours ago we just don't have anything any ideas except for when ZX out as well we don't really have any ideas other than to cross and it's a little worrying I think on that point and yeah just it wasn't enough Aston Villa are good but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be we should accept a draw with Chelsea we should be accept we should be going for the win and we should we should be unhappy that we didn't get the win today and it continues our bad run. But yeah, that's <laughs> there's probably there's there are some positives out of the game, but it's it is very frustrating among um, mostly. Yeah, it's a very frustrating result. I think I'll I'll have to completely agree with both of you on this one. Um this this was a game where even after the Arsenal loss you kind of felt like we could have taken three points away and you know, no disrespect to Aston Villa, and, and they've they've played they've they've been incredible this season, um, and I think they're they've played two less games than us. So if they end up winning those two games, they're on equal points as Liverpool, so um, or are a point behind. Um, but yeah, credit to them; they've played really well. But it, again, I'll 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 em- I'll emphasize on this a bit later into the podcast, but. Something that really concerns me is the amount of chances we have and the amount of chances we convert. And forget even converting those chances; it's it's putting those chances on target. You know, we struggled to shoot on target. Um, I think it was somewhere around thirty-one percent um, our shot accuracy. So it's it, it's it's almost. I think we we shot. Yeah, we had five shots on target with sixteen shots in total. So. 31% and even though it was better than Aston Villa's um, which was 20% it still doesn't show a lot of improvement from previous games and, and Arsenal and you know we could say the team came out with a lot more energy and it looked like we wanted the three points and especially I'll have to start by saying I think first half first five ten minutes that I watched of the first half I saw Mount who was playing really well I saw Pulisic who was playing really well. Callum Hudson-Odoi was playing well. Other than that, everyone else just seemed to be on an average performance. And um, we, I was still wasn't seeing that urge and that fight to bring the ball forward and, and keep attacking. Um, but getting into the details of this first half, I'll leave that up to you and uh, Amar and Alex, both of you, because I was... I was busy the for most of the first half so I didn't get the opportunity to watch it um how good were we from from reading reviews this is I can understand that we played better in the first half than the second half would you agree on that Alex and and what was different in the first half than compared to the second half in the second half what I would say is in, in the second half Aston Villa definitely um gave it as gave it their all they were very aggressive they put the pressure on us in the second half, so I do agree that. Wait, the que- you did from people said that 
Chelsea were better in the first half. First half, first half than in the second half. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, Aston Villa were very intense in the second half. They ramped up, they made it difficult for us, and they got their goal, which was deserved. But yeah, other than the goal in the first half, and yeah, there wasn't. I, there's not much I can actually really remember. Other than, I mean, Pulisic still looked, Pulisic was looking sharp. Hasan Odoi, oh yeah, of course. Hasan Odoi in the first half was sorry. To be fair, Hasan Odoi overall today was really, was amazing, and it shows that he he absolutely should be starting uh, whenever now because his switches of play, in particular, he just he made passes that like almost FIFA passes in a way that you like these diagonals that are quite hard to see from when you're down on the pitch and he was playing really he was playing these really nice long balls so it was good to see him playing well and the goal was I think the lead was deserved but then yeah Aston Villa really they took it up a notch or two in the second half and the subs uh, I don't know we'll talk about that in the second half in a bit but let's, <laughs> let's, let's see what I'm going to say on it the way Alex is speaking tonight with so many pauses and then kind of a bit of a frustrated mood, yeah. it, it kind of just sums up a Chelsea fan um, and, and how we're feeling overall from this December period, actually, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, Amor, we, we've, been, we've been struggling this whole December period. We've been Charity FC, we've been NHS FC with injuries and, and giving away points and Christmas is over. It's almost New Year's. It's about to be New Year, and you know, we we still haven't seen a very big improvement from probably the first loss of this month till till probably tonight, which kind of still feels like a loss. And I think I was watching Frank Lampard's um, comments after the game, and he said it was quite a big improvement. And uh, from the last game, which it was, but he seemed to be quite happy with this performance. As a fan, are you happy with this performance and the way we completely, I think I should say, just didn't play well in the second half compared to the first? Yeah, I was. <laughs> I think I said it in the beginning. I was, I was uh, impressed with our performance because we had improved compared to what um, we played against um, Arsenal. We had improved a lot, but I was still worried with the new centre-back pairings with Rudiger and Christensen. I was still worried about that, but we did very, very well. And and to be honest, Aston Villa didn't really have that many chances. Like, they didn't have that many chances in the first half. They didn't have that many. I think in the first half, they worried us quite a bit, but they didn't really um, trouble us that much. Like, I think um, uh, Mendy made one save from a, a grillish strike in the first half. I think apart from that, nothing else really came from it. Yeah, and they had another corner that they took. Um, um, they passed the ball down um, on the ground, and then I think they struck it, and it deflected and went straight into the hands of Mendy. So I think that was the only two that they they they, they like really def- worried us. And I think we would have won the game because we were good defensively. We weren't bad today at all defensively. But again, like um, Alex said, that I think it was Alex or you, you said in the beginning that we had so many chances that we didn't really put put away, and I think that's what let us down. And then, but <laughs> we'll go. To, we'll talk about the second half. But I don't know. Um, I feel like we that Christensen thing that he did. We'll talk about in the second. We'll talk about the second half. So I don't want to go <laughs> into it too much. But 
I think we would have won this game by I think a goal to nil. At least we would have won by a goal to nil because they really didn't pressure us. They didn't really worry us. So I think I agree with Lampard when he says we had we have improved, but definitely we expect a win. So even if he says we have improved, we still came out with the draw. So it doesn't really look like something to be happy about. We need we we, we had to win. So I think that's the um, probably the difference. I think I'll I'll have to say I I'm very disappointed with how we played. Um, and it, it might be because I've only watched the second half and I've only, I've haven't watched the first half, um, but I'm really disappointed. I mean, when Frank Lampard came on last time after the Arsenal game and he said, you know, there's a response that's required, there's a um, change that's needed in the next game, and you might have said, oh yeah, we last time we didn't get a single point, this time we've got a point. But Aston Villa, this was a win game for us. We could have won, and yes, we've played in less than two, 24, 20, uh, 48 hours or um, all of that, but we've got such a good squad depth. We could have played Kai Havertz started, We even though he's not in form, we could have had, you know, we had Giroud start, which is a good thing, and then... Um, I don't want to get into too much of the second half, but substitutions. Why wasn't Tammy coming on when he's in better form than Timo Werner? Um, and Chelsea had a few chances where we could have killed the game off and we Aston Villa had no chance. But, you know, I, I, as a fan, I'm really disappointed with this. And you might say, yes, it's an improvement from last time, but I completely disagree. And, and there's a long way to go from here um, before we can even think about Maybe even Man C- winning against Man City um, on the third of Jan. Oh God! Well, let's talk about yeah. City later. I don't even want to. <laughs> it's gonna sap my energy if we to even think about that. But uh, I think I think. Sorry, did you have a question with that, or was it just particularly Man City? You just kind of mentioned City, and my whole mind just kind of. Went, <laughs> oh, no. I think Amar was going to continue. Go on, Amar. Uh, Go for it. Take, take, I think he was going to challenge yeah, my point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, what I, I understand what you're saying. I, I know you want us to win and stuff, but like on paper, that team that started wasn't our best team. The team that started, um, yeah, we could have we could have won with that team, but we shouldn't underestimate Aston Villa at all because they've been very good. <laughs> they they've had a good run leading up to this game, so. If anything, a lot of people expected them to beat us, not us beating them. A lot of people expected them to beat us because they've um, Arsenal are, have been worse. They, they are worse than them, but they managed to beat us three one. So it's probably like it, it gives them the advantage. It gives Aston Villa the advantage because they are the ones in good form, and we are the ones who have lost um, three three games out of four. So. On the fact that we could have beaten them easily, I don't think so. I don't think we could have beaten them easily at all. They came, they came prepared. In the first half, they didn't really give Giroud a chance at all. In the first half, everything was coming from Pulisic and Mount, Pulisic and Mount, and, and Hassan Odoi. They were the ones in the attack. But Giroud had just one chance and he buried it. And that's what I like about Giroud. He got his chance and he buried it. But in the second half, it was our own fault. In the second half, um, what Christensen did caused us the game a lot, and then because we could have gone, we could have won one nil, and probably wouldn't have been saying that we are disappointed with our performance because we, I don't think, we underestimated them. We went, we played in such a way that we didn't want to allow them 
um, to to hit us on the counter, and we also didn't. So we, we defended well. We, we we did our best, but I don't think it's a disappointing performance, like you're saying. I think yeah. I mean, if if you look at it that way, you could say yes. You know, Aston Villa. I, I might be going off and and might be saying, um, might be saying like yeah, because Aston Villa were in a good run of form. A point is is well deserved, and since we've lost, I think three of our last past five games and drawn one, um, you could say, oh yeah, point is is a, a lot better than what we could have done and, and what we did last time. But I'll still come on and say, when I look at the stats for this game, just this game, and I say, wow, we had sixteen shots, five on target, sixty four percent possession, you know, almost six hundred passes. Um, the amount of corners, I think it was 11 or 12 corners that we had. So we were dominating throughout the game and we just weren't able to finish off our chances. Um, so it's not like it's the worst performance ever. I think Arsenal was way worse. And at least first half, the players showed up. The players showed the, uh, the players made sure that they at least fought for it. And, and I think disappointing might be a bit too much but i would still say we can do a lot better and we should be doing a lot better at this stage of the season yeah i think so yeah. i agree and it's like i did to, in all fairness if we had if we had won the game i think we would have gone fourth but the reason why it, i'm most frustrated is that this kind of confirmed this game kind of confirmed to me that we're in a real like uh, I am very, very not sure that we will will get top four this year. I know it's a, maybe a bit reactionary. I'm not saying our top four is out the window because it's so close. But it's it's kind of just hit me today that there's Leicester, Everton, Man United, Aston Villa, Tottenham, and City, and us, and only three of those teams can go into the Champions League. And right now, other than Tottenham, we're probably the worst. Playing the worst, uh, other than, yeah, we're pro- of those sixty of those sorry, seven teams. We're, other than Tottenham, we're probably playing the worst right now. But things will hopefully pick up. We do need to get out of the rut eventually. But I'm just very, very um, concerned that we're not going to make top four this year because it's so close and because there are other teams that are just playing better than us and playing more informed because. All our guys are still gelling, but yeah, that's and then yeah, I, I hear someone about to take over, so <laughs> go for it. No, uh, <laughs> no, I'm, like I think what 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 I wanted what I want to say is that um, we shouldn't underestimate the importance of Hakim Ziyech in this side. Hakim Ziyech is a very very important factor, and we lost him in the first half of the um, of the lead scheme. We've gone on to win against. We got. We went on to draw against Krasnodar without him. Um, we lost to Everton without him. We lost to um, Wolves without him. We only won against West Ham. That was a, a, a like kind of that 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 win. Really, is to me, it's it's deceptive because we didn't play very well, but we still managed to win that game. And then we lost against Arsenal. To be honest, I don't think we would have lost that many games if ZS was in the squad. 
and hopefully Zia should be back, pro might, might be back before the City game. So probably things might change. I don't think this is this is how we are going to play throughout the season. It's going to change. It's definitely going to change if we have everything working, everything, all the factors clicking. And today Havertz was very, very good. Havertz was good. Havertz was very, very impressive. When he came on, he impressed me a lot. And he, he was the one actually um, feeding um, balls through to Hudson Odoi, to Pulisic, to Vena, and he was doing very well. Like the things that we expect him to do, the creativity that we expected to see from him, I think he has regained a little bit of his form and he can only get better from here. So I think the time will change because this season has been very, very weird. So you might never know what happened. Liverpool drew to West Brom. We didn't, nobody expected that. So it's, it's, it's going to be a good season. I don't, I don't, I don't want to just, um, put the season out and say we will not get top four. We can't. We can't. I think I'll I'll agree on that and I'll say yeah we can do top four and, and you know it's just a bit of a hiccup on on the road and, and we just need to find our feet and get back on it. But yeah moving on to the second half and I know we kind of spoke about it with the substitutions and habits and everything. But I think in the second half and and majority of the second half Chelsea were were asleep or or weren't playing to their best best um, form, and especially that goal that um, that that, uh, that Aston Villa scored. It came after a was it, it? I think it was a injury, or I think Christensen was in got a um, it he got he got hit on his shin pad or something, and he he fell to the ground. So we kind of didn't have a defender there. Um. This is where I want to get a bit tactical and I want to say when I looked back at the replay, I saw a bit of a gap between the centre back and, and the, um, the the right back. That's an area which should have been covered by either Jorginho or Kante, depending on who's, who's playing that DM role. Or, um, and it wasn't. And that's, that's where they actually scored the goal from far post. Cross comes in, El Ghazi um, converted into a goal. Um, Alex... Chelsea do always end up either struggling. They 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 have these performances where they play well first half and and struggle in the second half, or else vice versa. How long can this go on? And and you know how could this bite back at us? And I know you said you know you don't you don't want to bring in the Man City game into this, but. A team like Man City will take this as an opportunity. They could score two, three goals within the span of 10, 20 minutes when we're sleeping. Yeah, it's a good point. We, we're um, definitely not seeing us be in completely focused for 90 minutes in a long time now. And yeah, it just seems like we only have focus. We can only maintain focus for 45 minutes or at max at a time or even less in some cases. So yeah, I'm extremely worried about City and... But in all fairness to the guys, they they were playing only a lot of them were only playing forty hours ago, so yeah, I'm not expect. I think it'd be pretty unreasonable to expect us to be at full intensity. But yeah, we're just it's a weakness of our team, and it's been a weakness of our team for years. Hell, even before Lampard, we still couldn't play. Like it's it's been a Chelsea thing for ages that we've not been able to be completely in attack mode or kind of the 
don't want to liken us to City, but be as devastating as City are. We've bit we've had that kind of edge for in periods of games, but never for a full ninety or even for most of a game. So yeah, I'm very worried about City and I definitely don't fancy our chances against them. Because I was expecting a reaction performance today and maybe we'll talk about Lampard's uh comments after the game now I don't know maybe we will but I'm not very encouraged because Lampard depends on the mood <laughs> yeah I'm not encouraged by Lampard's yeah I mean yeah Lampard essentially was saying yeah quite about how he was quite happy or at least I haven't seen him saying them I've seen the words so maybe they've been taken out of context but, yeah. I think um I, I I listened into this and and I think what he said was that he was happy with how we performed compared to Arsenal. Um, and I don't think the reporters asked the question of whether he was happy with the performance in general itself. So um, when when Lampard speaks about the performance, he's comparing it to Arsenal and the performance two days ago. Mm. But to be fair, any anything would have been better than Arsenal. It was one of our worst performances of the Lampard era, probably the worst performance of the Lampard era, and that takes some beating after losing Sheffield United last year three 0 <laughs> So, yeah, it's um, it wasn't good enough. Essentially, I think that's what I'm trying to say. It wasn't good enough today, and I don't know how we're going to be able to go to Man City or be, play Man City with uh more unless, yeah. Uh, I really don't see how we can beat them. <laughs> I really don't. Struggling to find words. It is bleak. I just don't see it. Um, Amar, you know, I think we also um, mentioned how on the left-hand side we had quite a good, quite a uh, good amount of chances. Um, Pulisic and I think it was Chilwell and Kante who were, who were playing really well in the first half and kind of in the second half they got Aston Villa realised and they, you know, we we were still making chances and, and don't get me wrong, we were still creating chances from that area but it wasn't anything as close as what we were doing in the first half and how we were troubling it. Is this a concern for, for Lampard that, you know, teams are able to realise what Chelsea's doing quite rapidly and just adapt on the spot um, and and there's no sense of creativity between the players to just realise that the opponents are going to be looking at it and quickly swap or change tactics or, or try something new or a different style of pass Yeah, but first I want to go back to the um, Lampard press conference thing I, I, I think that he wanted to take it easy on the boys because he was very critical of them in the last game and I don't think that was the best thing from him to do because he put a lot of the blame on them on the players for the Arsenal game. I'll have to disagree on that, I'm no, sorry. No, no, I'm saying that it's not something it's not it's not really something that you say out in public. It's something that probably you go back in training and, and deal with them. But to put your players out and on the chopping board in front of the press, sometimes it doesn't really go well. And we've seen that happen in the past. So probably this time He's trying to be, uh, he's trying to be a little bit diplomatic about the issue or something. So, I think that's what that, uh, at, at least that's what I took from what he said this, this and today. He wanted to be more positive than in the Arsenal game. 
But the question you asked, it comes back to last season. Last season, for me, a lot of people were saying that, like, a lot of people were saying that Lampard doesn't have a clear-cut um, style. Lampard doesn't have a clear-cut um, formation. For me, I prefer I preferred that a lot last season. I preferred the versatility. I preferred the way he he changed formations to fit certain teams that we play. I preferred that to what we are what we are playing now is good, but if it doesn't work and he's still sticking to it, it's 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 much more worse than last season when he was changing the formation. So I think it's a worry. It's definitely a worry that most teams have realized that um if they defend against us and hit us on the counter they can they can get a win or they can get a goal. It's very, very difficult but I think he should switch it up. He should go back to last season. Against Arsenal, we could have benefited from playing a three-back. We could have benefited from playing a three-back. Like, what, what he played last season and we beat them at their home. We could have done something like that, but I don't know. Um, the 4 3 sometimes um, they fig- um, teams figure it out easily, and I I honestly don't know whether he'll switch or not. Probably when Ziyech comes back, everything will go back to normal, and We'll forget about this horrid uh, moment, but at the moment, it's, it's 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 definitely a worry. I do agree with you, um, and and it is a concern, and this leads us right into our next topic of Chelsea Man City. Um, a bit of the break, a bit of a break for the, for the players. You know, we um, five day gap between the game, it's still not a lot. Um, but it is what it is. And then there's a chance of it being postponed. So before getting into Man City and, and football in general, we've we've seen a lot of journalists report before the season started there that, you know, we could see a rapid increase in the case of, of COVID um, positives in the Premier League throughout the season, which could result to the season being stopped. And, and suddenly we're seeing Man City. Um, and I think a few weeks back, I think another training ground was closed down. I can't exactly remember who it was um, due to COVID. Uh, and, and this is now be increasing increasing throughout the clubs or, or throughout the Premier League. How concerning is that for someone like Frank Lampard, who could be told tomorrow that Chelsea are no longer playing a game for the next two weeks, Amar. I don't know. It's 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 really it's it's a big problem. Like the pandemic, it's it definitely is. I'm even surprised that the footballers are still playing because um, I read on the news, uh, I, I I heard on the news that um, there's a new strain of the virus in um, in the UK that spreads faster and 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 and, and uh, it spreads faster in the body quickly and all that. So I don't know. I don't know how the players are still allowed to go out and play and all that. But I think it's difficult because we've had we've had that issue in, at Chelsea this season in the women's team. I think two of their games or one of their games was was cancelled due to the um, due to an outbreak in the in the camp. So it's possible that we might yes. yeah. So it's possible that we might see more of that. We, we might um, because City have the best facilities. They have the best. Um, um, uh, physicians, they have the best um, methods in place to prevent things like that from happening. But it still happened, and it can happen to any any. It can happen to Chelsea. It can happen to any other team. So, I think if at this moment probably it can be controlled a bit, but if it gets out of hand and 
we 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 hear that case from a different team, and then it's it starts spreading like that. I think the best thing is to put the season on a on a on a pause, and then wait for the vaccine to probably go around and everybody get it and and the cases to drop a bit before we resume because I know we all want to see football but the but the footballers health should be the first thing the 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 British FA or the government should consider I think there was a lot of debate or, or and not on social media I would say but internally and and there was a lot of news on how football players because they're in high risk situations and and they're constantly traveling up and down the country um international games depending on of course whether the champions league games go on until uh, uh, actually happen in february and the europa league games there was a suggestion by a lot of journalists and a lot of news reporters to allow the footballer fo- footballers to go and get the vaccine even though right now it's it's purely for um the the frontline workers and then the people who need it at the most and who've got the highest of risks. Alex, do you agree with this or would you say, yes, footballers also should be um, able to just go and get a vaccine? <laughs> Sorry, I, know it's, I, can't, it's, I can't believe I'm someone's people suggest that. Absolutely not. No way. Exactly. I, I, was, I was laughing at it. Uh, sorry to interrupt again. I know that you wanted to answer. I was laughing at it, to be honest, but... Um, it's quite weird how people kind of just think football is the most important thing around the world right now. If anyone above the age of 12 has suggested that, that's just, uh, I, don't, I have no hope. I have no I'm hope. Following the wrong people. Yeah, I have no hope because that's just the most uh, insensitive, unthoughtful thing I've probably ever heard. But no, like football is important and it's important to the well the well-being and the mental health especially of hundreds i think yeah that's the point that they were looking at it from and yeah it's a fair point but uh people def- who are in essentially not giving the vaccine if if they were able to give the vaccine out and they gave it to footballers instead of the people who need it aka healthcare workers and teachers and elderly people and kids going to school then society's definitely uh failed uh, in some point so yeah absolutely not it absolutely has to there's people who need it much much more than just the mental well-being of of people of sports fans there's yeah there's about 10 20 different other groups of people that need it before sports elite sports people can even be considered in my opinion and i think that's probably the opinion of uh, I hope that's the opinion of the people who decide to get the vaccine, because if it isn't, then it's going to be a huge <laughs> media outcry. 100%. And I think this just leads us into the next game, Chelsea-Man City. However, there is a chance of it being cancelled. We still would like to review it and we would still, you know, it, it's going to happen. Um, if it doesn't happen on the 3rd, it's going to happen sometime between January and February and hopefully not during the busy period in February where we've got a bunch of hard games with Atletico and I think it's Everton and Liverpool as well, somewhere around there Tottenham as well, so yeah, um, yeah. a tough team, Man City who, who've, who've... Um, sorry sorry for cutting you but I, I don't know, I just <laughs> this thing frustrated me a lot in the game and 
I, I, I don't, I, I don't want us to go to the Man City game without talking about it. I mean, I think you talked about it a little, but that Christensen um, foul that he did and he was on the ground annoyed me a lot. I, I got really, really angry. I think that was the only time in the game that I got really, really angry because he caused the foul. Not, not that I want to take us back, but he caused the foul on Grealish. And he caused the foul on Grealish. And from the replay, you could clearly see that he wasn't even really injured. He was still lying on the ground because... Um, um, he wanted a foul, but Grealish got up, and the the the, the referee allowed play to um, go on because the foul was on Grealish and it wasn't on Christensen, so he allowed play to go on for as an advantage for Aston Villa. And since Grealish also got up, he allowed it to go, but Christensen was still on the ground, and then it caused it created space in the back. Yes, you could say that um, Kante should have filled in that position, but Christensen would have been there, and that goal wouldn't have happened. So for that that reason, I finally understood why um, Alex doesn't like Christensen, and, and this thing frustrated me a lot, and <laughs> it, it really did because he could have gotten up. He wasn't injured. The guy wasn't injured. He was acting. He was acting injured. He wasn't. He could have gotten up, run down there because we 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 were on the back foot, and you are lying down. You want a foul, and the referee's not calling it a foul. You're still lying down. I don't want to use certain words on him, but I really, really got annoyed in that game. So I just wanted to get this off my chest. We can we can move to the City game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, just last thing as well. I agree that it's it's not the first. Uh, Chris, I'm I'm pretty sure Christensen is probably. Cons- how many can can you? Uh, okay. Let me, let me say that again. You can probably count how many times Christensen has gone down after getting an elbow or getting fouled or getting some contact, goes down, the rest of the team have to defend, and we concede. I'm pretty sure that's happened in the past couple of years, probably about five to ten goals. I And I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah, I it's honestly true, it's true. Five to ten it's goals true. we've conceded. And Christensen getting hurt, and then we immediately, and then we just, uh, but the ref plays advantage, and we and we concede. It, ha- it happens against Man United, especially, like, at least two or three times against Man United over the past couple of years. So yeah, I'm I'm done with Christensen, and <laughs> it didn't even take me this game to 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 have the final straw. My final straw was ages ago with Christensen. I mean, I'm I'm on, I'm, on, yeah. I'm on I'm on I'm on board fully. I used to defend Christensen, and I liked the guy, but man, I'm fully on board now because what he did today really really cost us the game. Yeah, it's a shame. I think yeah, it's it's a it's a good perspective to look from because I think if, um, if you go back. To the start of the podcast, we did discuss this, and and we, but we, we, the way we looked at it was how it could have been Kante and Jorginho's fault for not covering up that area when Christensen was down, and, he, and that area was left open, which caused the goal. But if you look at it from this perspective, and you say, "Oh yeah, maybe it was Christensen's fault," um, and or you could have the third perspective would would just be of of just saying even if Christensen was down even if he was faking it or he was he was just trying to get a foul out of it or he was trying to slow down the play of uh, the the ball um either way Kante and Jorginho should have just stepped in if you look at it in 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 that way yeah well if if i if i continue talking about Christensen i'm going to talk a lot so i don't want to go <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go talk more about it because what he did really, really pissed me off. It did pissed me off. 
<laughs> yeah, hopefully we don't have to talk about Christensen at the end or before the Man City game. Of course, let's get into the lineups prediction for the Man City game. Um, Alex Amart uncontested in the goal, or do we do we give Kepa a chance now after so many goals that we've conceded in the past few weeks? I mean, if if we're using Kepa, <laughs> I think if, no. I think if we're using Kepa, we'd have considered like more goals than what we even conceded. So. I don't think it's anything. <laughs> so definitely, Mandy. It is it, like I'm a little, yeah. Sorry. I feel like the chance to hit the crossbar. I think that would have gone in somehow if it was Kepa. <laughs> yeah, the fact, Just, the fact it seems that like the thing to happen to Kepa, you know. Yeah, people would be all over because Mendy didn't even dive. Yet people would berate. He was him. looking at the ball yeah. to go up, and yeah. I was like, "Oh my Ke- god, Kepa, that went in!" Yeah. <laughs> Kepa was berated for not diving at some point. So the fact that Mendy didn't dive and no one talked about it just shows the agenda there is. I think, I so, think, I think, uh, yeah, and it's quite I'm a little bit. I, I think in the Arsenal game too, that free kick, that free kick Zaka took, I think if it was Kepa, a lot of people would be on this case than when it was Mendy. Like a lot of people would say Kepa is too short, he couldn't reach that ball. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to send a tweet out about that now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a good that, that's that's a Siri definition of agenda when everyone was calling out Kepa for not diving and then Mendy's like not. But yeah, it's it's a little. I'm not saying drop Mendy because the effect he has on the team is so amazing. It's so uh, it's amazing. But yeah, he and he did have some good moments today. So credit to Mendy. But yeah, he's. Also, I mean, there's there's nothing much. I mean, to be fair, the goal, uh, El Ghazi did shoot it through his legs, so yeah, he could have done better maybe, but yeah, still not concerned. I think if if when we keep a clean sheet and when we win, we don't give full credit to Mendy and we say, oh yeah, he was the reason we won, then we shouldn't give all the blame to Mendy or Kepa in in, in a way. Um, even though I love talking about Kepa um, still have to be respectful and still have to be there's still have to be inside the lines of criticism and not cross that line and start abusing the player um, but yeah back four um, we saw a bit of a rotation today Christensen, Rudiger Aspi played are we going to see all three of them out or are we going to see Aspi still go in I think Reese James had a hamstring problem, which is why he didn't play this one. Um, so, what's your back back three, back four? Sorry, Alex, um, for the game. Uh, apparently, Reese James has a hamstring injury, so it's got to be Aspi. Uh, it's got to be Thiago. So for City, yeah, we have to. It's got to be Thiago Silva. It's got to be Zuma, and it's got to be Joel. Joel was. I thought Joel was quite good today. He had some. He was so unlucky with that volley, and. Yeah, if that yeah. went in, oh, yeah. I would have gone mad. That would have been ridiculous. <laughs> that was such an amazing. It was so close. That would have been great. So, but yeah, uh, Chowell's. He's okay. He's good. It's not like he, it's a shame that he's not been assisting or scoring. Actually, no, he got the assist for Giroud. Never mind. I'm talking rubbish. Nothing to see here. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, Chowell, of course, absolutely has to start. Alonso doesn't really play for Chelsea anymore, and Emerson is. Whenever Chilwell's tired or or injured, so it has to be Chilwell. Yeah, um, Amart, you're back four. Yeah, I think I'll I think I'll agree with him. 
definitely Thiago Silva, Zuma, Chilwell, and um, Aski. I don't know whether Reese might be back, but yeah, I think because of his hamstring injury, probably might be out for a while, not too long, but probably for a while. But yeah, I'll prefer seeing Aspi there. I think also, well, I, I, I'll go with the same back line. I will clear this up. I feel like this, I might, I might have said this wrong, but I think in the post-match remarks that Lampard made when the question was asked why Reese James didn't play um, the game tonight, he did. This was his words, and I'm quoting this. He said, "Reese James has a slight hamstring problem, but he probably would have played Cesar Aspilicueta tonight, anyways." Um, so I, I'm not sure if it's exactly a hamstring or it's just him feeling a bit off or a bit tired and and just needing a bit of rest so i'm just reporting it might be a hamstring bait on the basis of that comment made by frank lampard before you both end up choosing aspie and then reese james starts (laughs) (laughs) i think yeah um back for all i'll I'll agree with you guys i think back for this has to be the one can't see christensen or rudiger both of them starting um Sorry, guys. Uh, no chance. Um, midfield. Oh, I'll I'll go with I'll go with um, Mount. That's the thing. I don't want to give Mount and Kante a rest. I do want to give them a rest, but then I don't want to lose the game <laughs> by playing the others. Um, I'll go with Mount, Kante, and Havertz. I think. No, that's the that's the mid middle three for me. Am I yours? Yeah, same. Definitely, I'm going to go with. I, probably, I would have said Kovacic before the game. I would have preferred Kovacic, but the way Havertz performed when he came on, I think it it reminded us of why we signed that guy. He was very good, and he reminded of reminded us of his performances before he had the COVID. So, I think it wouldn't be it wouldn't be such a risk putting him in. So I'll go with Mount um, Havertz and Kante, definitely Kante. I think Kante, I think Kante struggled a bit today in the first half because um, Jorginho was the one sitting back and Kante was taxed to move forward. So I think the first half, he didn't really have that much of a good game. But when um, Jorginho went off and he went back, I think that was when we actually saw how good Kante was. He blocked uh, Grealish on the counter. I was so happy about that too. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll like to see him again against City. I, I think Kante... Sorry, Alex, I'm going to interrupt here. I think Kante is one of those players who you don't notice his name being called a lot in commentary or, or even on a build-up to the game, but his he's very important to this Chelsea team. Um, and the way he just calmly just takes the ball off the opposition and s- starts and passes it around to, to start an attack is, is incredible. Sorry, Alex. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say I agree with Amart. Like the when when Kante got moved to, to DM, he looked so so good, and we were playing a lot better. Essentially, when once like Aston Villa, they they raised their level in the second half, but once we once we took put Kante back at DM, put Havertz on, things were looking much much better for us. So yeah, for my midfield, I, I'm gonna go same uh, Kante Mount Havertz. Forwards, Amart, you want to go first on this one? Yeah, um, I would, I don't know, 
and Werner didn't really imp- impress when he came on. I know we all wanted to see him in the middle, but I think probably he didn't have enough time to really get into the game. But he didn't really um, make a case for himself to start in the next game. So um, I would love to see him play in the middle because I felt like Pulisic and Hatsunoda were very good today and, and they um, fed um, some dangerous balls to Giroud. But I don't know. I think I think it would be better to go with either Tommy or Giroud up top. I think I'll go with Giroud. Giroud, yeah. Giroud up top, then Pulisic and, and on the left and Odoi on the right. I think I'll, I'll agree with you on that one. Um, Werner, I, he could have scored that chance that he had when he came on. But yeah, it was, it was kind of a tough chance. Um, but yeah, I think Werner's out of form. Giroud did score a goal, so I would still give him an opportunity in the fact that Kalamats and Odoi was probably as good as as he he was when before he got that injury and yeah i think callum hudson adoy the more he's playing he he's he's more likely to get it get ahead of and start for chelsea more often um and yeah we could i, I would i would hope that we could see a glimpse of ziek probably 60 70 minutes into the game against man city um, but Alex, your front three. I mean, it kind of picks itself. Just the three most in-form attackers right now. It's 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 annoying that we. Uh, I guess you could play Tammy instead, but no, nah, going Pulisic, Giroud, and Cho. And yeah, I, but I'm I'm fine if if uh, Frank plays Tammy instead of Giroud. It's it's no worries. Tammy's got uh, two or no three goals in his last two Premier League games, so he's he's doing well. He's on form, so I have no problem. Either play Giroud or play Tammy. I don't, I'm not fussed. I think there was a tweet that you that you did, uh, and I think it was someone from CFC Daily, um, one of the worst yes, accounts on Twitter, to be honest. <laughs> I think they tweeted somewhere around. I think it was along the lines of how Roman Abramovich spent 130 million this summer on two players, and they were benched by Frank Lampard. And you quote tweeted that. And and replied by saying, but it doesn't affect you when a seventy-two million pound goalkeeper sits on the bench. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's that's, that's mm-hmm. I think that's very true. Um, it, it, this is Chelsea FC. You could be worth a hundred million, and if you're not performing, an academy player can take over. Um, like yeah, let's be honest here. You know, the, 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 that's the thing of having a, a deep squad, a, a, a depth full of full of players basically you know in every position and yes we've, we've been short in wingers but realistically looking at at recent form no way are you going to pick Werner over Tammy or Giroud um, and I think we spoke about this a few weeks back and actually quite a while back when we said if we had to rank these three strikers in form right now and I think all three of us ranked Werner th- third and it's just I think gotten worse now with the fact that he hasn't scored a goal in 10 games or 11 games or whatever it is um so yeah this is chelsea fc basically any comments on that alex you want to um you want to sp- express your concern or, or your hate towards that account in more than 240 characters <laughs> no nah, it's no hate it's just i don't see his, his arguments of just because they cost uh, 130 million means they absolutely have to start and they cannot be benched, even though that they both play or that they both play the part. But actually, no, did Havertz? Havertz didn't play against Arsenal, so yeah, I understand. No. I understand this point that Havertz maybe should have started, but 
we yeah there's such a tight uh such a tight well, not much time between games and both of them aren't really in good form so i i really can't understand why you'd get annoyed with neither of them starting and i don't think roman abramovich is he's i don't think lampard's crossing abramovich is uh or annoying him, or doing anything that, or doing something he shouldn't be. He's just playing players that are in form. So, yeah, makes no sense to me why you'd be angry that we have an expensive bench when, even if they did play, we'd still have an expensive bench. <laughs> We've calculated how much our bench costs so many times before, and it's always going to be, <laughs> yeah, it's always going to be expensive. So no need to get mad over it or make tweets over it i think technically if you look at if you if you bench all our academy players they'll probably be worth as 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 good as Werner or, or Havertz if not right now better because of their form yes we got them for free but they're worth something i agree yeah so uh... yeah i think uh man city a tough game that's going to be uh going back into that game um, Pep Guardiola and then his team have been in form actually quite recently. Um, three wins out of the previous five, two draws in there. So they've picked up um, 11 points out of the possible 15 that they can have, which is incredible. And, and they've got two games in hand. And I would say by the time they play us, they might even end up having two, three games, oh, two games ahead of, uh, uh, in front of us. So yeah, I think Man City we're always title contenders so can we say this is, this is probably going to be one of our toughest games uh, this season of March? definitely i think they are man city they are definitely one of the biggest teams in england and the way they are performing nowadays i think that um i think they've performed very very well i think okay the thing is i've watched some of their games i think their win against everton wasn't too it wasn't too impressive but they got a job done I don't think they are as good as they were last season or season before that, but they are still getting their wins. They are still managing to get their wins and still managing to keep clean sheets. So they are, they they will always be a, a problem. So definitely one of our biggest games. But I think right now the way we are performing, every game should be a a, a big game for us. So <laughs> so yeah, it will be difficult, but we we just have to go there and. And do something like we we have to go there and do something. I don't know whether we go we we'll go there and win. I don't want you to say that we we'll go there and win, but we have to go there and do something. We have to show some fight. We should we have to show some spirit because the Lampard out brigade is in full force. I don't really care what happens against Man City. I'm not going to just jump ship and be on Lampard out. But I really hate the fact that there's so much hate coming from um, fans towards this team, and we like the patience and time that a lot of fans were talking about that and they they themselves are now turning on the team it's it's crazy i think you mentioned um that, that we have to do something against man city and, and if i remember um to any 2015 and now this is this is going back to i think antonio conte was manager when we defeated man city 2-1 was it after going down by an own goal by Gary Cahill I vividly remember yeah I think yeah 3-1 when Costa scored two no, no Costa, Costa scored Costa two scored, Hazard no, scored no Costa scored first and then William scored second and then Hazard scored the last goal yeah 
um, and we, and we played really well, and, and realistically, we beat them on a counter. Alex, can we do? Can we do? Can we produce some magic like this this um, next game week and then against Man City? I mean, to be fair, firstly, it is at home. I think. So, is it? Yeah, yeah, it is at home. I'm like, oh, okay, I've got oh, okay, I've got the fish. <laughs> I'm looking at the yeah, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> we, can, we, we can still recreate, but we can recreate our two 0 win again with Christian Pulisic and um. Zuma oh yeah, even and Zuma uh, in Project Reese. It was Zuma who got the second, wasn't it? I think. Uh, I, I, I I'm very bad at remembering score scorers. I would say yeah, that's that's yeah, it could be. I think it was. I think no, it was. David, wait, no. <laughs> what, 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 I'm checking it right. Now. I was gonna no, that was two years ago on the side <laughs> where yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was a William penalty. I think it's where Zuma. Fernandinho slapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, no, it was yeah, William penalty. Yeah, um, that's true. Uh, it was. It was William. It, it was William. Um, yeah, because Fernandinho he slaps the ball off of the goal line and got a red card for it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, great, um, yeah. It does. Really yeah, happen. so we gotta just try channel that energy. It'll be. Oh, right. was this? Where Costa ended up fighting at the end, or something, or no, there was a fight. That. that was the that no, was no, the he had. This is this no, is the project restart no. one last season. Yeah, yeah. The one where we beat two one to win The one where we beat City to win Liverpool the title. Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah, I, 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 William I scored a penalty and Christian Pulisic scored. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I don't blame any of us for forgetting that game because. The commentators mentioned Liverpool in that game more than they mentioned Chelsea, so <laughs> it was practically yeah. a Liverpool game. It wasn't a Chelsea game. But yeah, we just got to channel it in. I do think we can beat them. Man City are definitely not the team that they used to be, like or of last year or the year before. They have a slip-up in them. They drew to West Brom before. I mean, they drew to West Brom a couple of games ago. They only narrowly beat Southampton. So I, I do think that they're if we do turn up, we can win, but it's just there's uh, it's hard, to, it's difficult to be optimistic when we're playing. We're, we're our form is just so poor, so yeah. But I, 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 I think when my prediction for my score comes out, it won't be, I won't predict us a loss, but uh, it's yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting one, but definitely a tough game. A bit of a controversial question, and and Kind of, kind of not. But um, Amar, would you take a, a draw from City? Yeah, I will. I will. But I think um, we, sh- we should have, um, I don't know, the, we should score some goals. Even if we come up with the draw, we should score some goals. I'm tired of those um, goalless draws. That doesn't make us look um, um, threatening at five, all. 5-5 five draw. Should... <laughs> I think that would... <laughs> I think a five-five draw would even be better for us because at least with, like I said, we should go there and do something. So at least with that, I'll, I would say we've done something. We've showed a little bit of fight. If we should come out with a five-five, um, draw, but yeah, we should. <laughs> we should be scoring against these big teams. We've not scored. I think, apart from Arsenal, we've not scored against any top six team, right? We've not. We didn't score against United. We didn't score against Liverpool. We didn't score against Tottenham, and. We lost against Everton as well. We didn't score against them, so uh, we have technically to start... Arsenal is in the top six team. 
by this by this is in standards here, yeah, but on the general on the general terms they definitely yeah on the on the sheet they are yeah 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 so um we we need to score goals against them we need to break down defenses and I'm just hoping Havertz comes good and um if Ziyech is around man I'll my confidence my confidence level right now is probably on a scale of one to ten is probably on a four five. Yeah, probably five will be okay. But if ZS should play, it might go to seven. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Alex, um you'll you'll take a draw as well or are you gonna say otherwise? Um uh, it all depends on how everyone else does, because if everyone else does the typical thing when we lose, they all lose everyone else <laughs> like we always keep getting bailed out. So I no, I'm not going to take a draw. If it was at the Etihad, I would take a draw. But if it's a Stamford Bridge, the guys still need to show, like, show that they're out of this rut. We can't just keep drawing and losing and playing. Like our only win in the past five Premier League games is West Ham, and we were, we were, we let's be honest, we didn't really deserve a three nil win in that. So I'm really hoping that we can show that we're out of the rut. And if we get a draw, but we actually play well and we get we just uh, fall foul of refereeing decisions, and fair enough. But yeah, I'm. I want to. Yeah, uh, this is hard. No, <laughs> I want to sit. No, I, I won't be happy with the draw. I won't be happy with the draw. I think yeah, I'll, I'll agree one on uh, with Alex on this one. I think um, he Frank Lampard said, and I know we're going back to Arsenal and then Aston Villa in this, but you, you kind of have to look back and you kind of have to say, if the manager says and publicly says that the players need to take responsibility and, and we need to show up to these kind of games and, and do our best and, you know, perform well um, and show a statement and give out a statement and we don't do it properly against Aston Villa by not getting the three points, at least do it against Man City when you can't use tiredness or you can't use the rotation of the squad as an excuse, I would say. Even though Frank Lampard didn't do that, um, but a five days rest is probably the most that we've gotten in the last few weeks. So this could mean a lot for the team and, and just in general for the players' fitnesses. So yeah. Um, I'm expecting a win from Chelsea. I'll, I'll I'll be making sure I'll be making sure to make some crazy predictions in um, when 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 it comes closer to the date. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else to add on, guys, to this incredible performance tonight, and then uh, a tough game ahead? Uh, not much. I, I guess I just I just I just want to wish. I think we might not record again until next season. So I think I want to wish all our our listeners, the few ones that we have and probably the new ones that we'll get. Happy New Year to everyone. And Happy New Year to you both. Yeah, I kind of got scared. I thought, I thought <laughs> Omar said next season and I kind of got scared. Hold on, where's Omar going? <laughs> Don't worry, guys. We're, we're here. Still the... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Did I say next year? Oh, oh, sorry. I was talking about next year. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Amar's already done with this season. He was just joking around when he said he was. There's a long way to yeah. go for this season. Yeah, yeah he's he's past Lampard no, no, no. now. Amar out. next year. Next year. Hashtag Amar <laughs> No, yeah, exactly. I think yeah, 
Um, this should be our, our last recording of 2020. Uh, it, it's been a it's been a weird year to be honest. Yeah, up and down, lockdowns, COVID, um, and and yeah, I have to thank both of you for this. Um, great to be able to have a chat with you on a on a weekly basis, and and now because of COVID, almost every other day now at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, likewise, it's been a good one so far. I'm looking forward to where the CFC talk is, is going. 100%. Uh, there's a lot to look forward to, guys, and I can give you some news that we've just received. Um, our graphics designer has just confirmed something. Watch out for the 1st of January. We'll be releasing a lot more things. Uh, just watch out. Uh, I'll give you a hint and I'll say we're looking to change quite a lot of things around with um cfc talks so you'll be seeing a, an updated website hopefully an updated channel all of our social medias as well as a few new announcements that will be coming out throughout january as we prepare for the 2021 year and as we prepare to expand even more towards creating content on a daily basis rather than just on a weekly basis with these podcasts but don't worry about it these podcasts will stay the same the hosts will stay the same alex and mark both will still be here um we'll still get to listen to alex's controversial controversial tiktoks as well as um i giving up on the season already uh, if you want to call that if you were we didn't quite get that Amart, could you repeat oh sorry i i, I was saying that that was an honest mistake uh, i didn't mean to <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm sure it was. Uh, no. Um, if you guys had to sum up the 2020-2021 season so far, um, Chelsea-wise, podcast-wise, what's your what's your what's the best memory you've got? Best one. Or, or the, the top. Best your, you could say one of the best. I mean, like the best, our best in Chelsea, in in terms of Chelsea FC, or in terms of the podcast. For the pod, I would go with the Sevilla 4 0 win. We were all so buzzing after that. And I, and I made some outlandish claims on us beating Bayern Munich. <laughs> so, that, that, yeah, that was a high point, I think. <laughs> I think that was the point where it just went downhill. <laughs> no. And as well, the city, I think we, we were. We started out in. Oh, August. The transfer, I also like the transfer, the transfer talks. One where every every single pod we did in August, we every every new episode had we had essentially a new signing to talk about. That was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think uh, on the on the pod on the pod, I think I have to. I think one would be the very first episode. I think recently, I I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what possessed me. I said, uh, let me listen to the recent the first episode and. The way we were so awkward in that first episode was crazy. Like, if you go back to listen to it, <laughs> I think that I think the first one is I think the first one is probably my one of my favorites. And then the and then the second thing, the second time was when we had Jam on the second time. I think when we had Jam on the second time. We had so much fun with the, with him. When we we're going to play Tottenham, I think we were going to play we we're going to face Tottenham, and we had him on it. Yeah, that was also a fun episode. But you guys should try and listen to the first episode and you see what I'm talking about. Yeah. I will. Yeah. Um, sorry, Alex, go ahead. <laughs> no, sorry, I will. All I said I will, I'll go through. And... 
um yeah uh, it's been it's been great having both of you on and not just both of you but i'll have to thank every single person who's ever worked for our team who's been part of our team even if it was for a day or even if it was for just a month um everyone who's who's worked along the way and and to bring it to what we are right now i think we set some goals which were off camera and and we never really discussed it with our viewers on what our aims are with the podcast or anything but it was you know i could successfully say we've we've reached those and we're reaching bigger ones and i think if i had to say what our goals for 2021 are i would just say as high as we can get because there's technically no limit to this so yeah um thank you for all of your support thank you for everyone who's ever listened to the podcast who's ever listened um to an audio version video version or you've just liked our posts or shared our posts or um you know had an interaction with any of our hosts or anything it's it's always great to build a community and especially a community that respects each other's respects each other's opinions as well as um is ready to listen to others opinions so yeah thank you for all that um and as for this episode thank you for listening to this make sure to add it to your playlist and make sure to subscribe if you're on youtube or um leave a like rating on youtube and comment below what you thought of that performance and and what you look forward to from chelsea um we'll catch you next time and until then make sure to check our website for daily articles as well as our social media for daily posts and um polls and a lot of more interactions with the fans and we'll see you next time.